This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Willem Smith. Coming up this evening on New Center 88, Israeli undercover forces dressed as women and medics storm West Bank Hospital, killing three militants. All in your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Reagan Clagg will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Victoria Wilburn will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a rainy 44 degrees. And now on to our top story. Donald Trump is staying on the primary ballot in Illinois. Today, the state's election board of four Democrats and four Republicans unanimously declined to remove Republican 2024 frontrunner before the U.S. Supreme Court decides whether his role in the January 6, 2021 U.S. Capitol attack makes him ineligible for presidency. Illinois is among several states where Trump has critics, excuse me, where Trump critics have pushed to remove him from the ballot for violating a constitutional ban on office holders who, quote, engage in insurrection, unquote. The Illinois critics vow to appeal the state court. The Supreme Court next week hears arguments on a Colorado case in which Trump was stricken from the ballot. The decision in Maine is on hold. France's newly appointed prime minister has announced controls on foreign food products in order to guarantee, quote, fair competition, unquote, seeking to calm the anger of protesting farmers camped out around Paris. In his general policy speech at the National Assembly, Gabriel Attal also said food retailers who don't comply with a law meant to ensure a fair share of revenues for farmers will be fined starting immediately. The farmers' campaign for better pay, fewer constraints, and lower costs has blown up into a major crisis for Attal. Protesting farmers encircled Paris with traffic snaring barricades yesterday, using hundreds of tractors and hay bales to block highways leading to the capital. The New York City Council is expected to override a veto of a bill to require police officers to document basic information whenever they question someone. The issue was pushed into a national spotlight when NYPD officers pulled over a black lawmaker without giving him a reason. Mayor Eric Adams argues that requiring officers to document low-level stops would be too time-consuming. New York City Public Advocate Jermaine D. Williams sponsored the bill. He says the reports would take less than a minute and would inform the public about how officers are policing the city. Israeli forces disguised as civilian women and medical workers stormed a hospital in the occupied West Bank and killed three Palestinian militants. Today's dramatic raid underscored how deadly violence has spilled into the territory from the war in Gaza. A hospital spokesperson says there was no exchange of fire, indicating it was a targeted killing. The military says the militants were using the hospital as a hideout without providing evidence. It is alleged that one of those targeted in the raid transferred weapons and ammunition to others for a planned attack. 
According to Elon Musk, the first human received an implant from his computer brain interface company, Neuralink, over the weekend. In a post yesterday on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, Musk said the patient received an implant the day prior and was recovering well. The billionaire did not provide additional details about the patient. Neuralink reposted Musk's post on X but did not publish any additional statements, acknowledging the human implant. Neuralink's device is about the size of a large coin and is designed to be implanted in the skull, with ultra-thin wires going directly into the brain. The initial goal of the so-called brain-computer interface is to give people the ability to control a computer sensor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. Coming up, could Ohio be the next state to use nitrogen gas in executions? The new method would end a five-year lag. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. One quick question. Have you ever gone to work or school like this? Mr. Anderson, you're 10 minutes late. Whatever, Mr. Anderson, you're late, man. You haven't? Well, you might as well have if you've shown up like this. Mr. Anderson, you're 10 minutes late. Sorry, sir. I didn't get much sleep last night. Well, don't let it happen again. Sleep deprivation can have the same effects as alcohol intoxication. Getting less than six hours of sleep at night can affect judgment, coordination, and reaction time. It can also lead to depression, anxiety, diabetes, even death. Catching a few extra winks at night might not be simple, but it's one of many steps to a healthy life. This guide to a good night's sleep is brought to you by your friends at WMUL. We are war veterans. And firefighters. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters. And kids at play. Each of us has experienced unimaginable pain, had countless surgeries and skin grafts. And emerged stronger. We are burn survivors. If you're one of us, please know you're not alone. There's an army of friends waiting to help you recover, renew, and return. Please support the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors and help someone rise again. Visit phoenix-society.org for more information. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Willen Smith. People in West Virginia would need to present some form of state-sponsored identification before accessing internet pornography under a bill advancing in the Republican-dominated state House of Delegates. The proposal passed the House Judiciary Committee with little discussion yesterday, and it will now be considered by the full chamber next. Sponsors say the bill is meant to prevent children from accessing harmful, explicit material. The legislation requires companies with, quote, materials harmful to minors, unquote, making up a, quote, substantial portion, unquote, of its website's offerings to require age verification. Lead sponsor GOP delegate Gino Chiarelli says the bill defines a, quote, substantial portion, unquote, as a little over 33 percent to act as a buffer for social media. Ohio's Republican Attorney General is backing a legislative effort that would bring nitrogen gas executions to the state to end a years-long unofficial moratorium on the death penalty. The state joins a growing list considering nitrogen gas for use on executions. Attorney General Jay Yost made remarks in a news conference today about a bill 
excuse me, about a bill sponsored by Republican state representatives Brian Stewart and Phil Plummer. It would require a nitrogen hypoxia method pioneered in Alabama Thursday to be used in cases where lethal injection drugs are not available. Ohio's last execution was in 2018. Republican Governor Mike DeWine has since paused the process due to court rulings and unavailability of the necessary drugs. The National Science Foundation has given a consortium of Great Lakes area universities and tech companies $15 million to develop ways to extract harmful substances from waste where, excuse me, wastewater. The foundation announced yesterday that it has named the Great Lakes Renew Group as one of 10 regional innovation engines across the country. Each will receive $15 million with a chance to earn $160 million over the next decade if they can show progress. Great Lakes Renew includes the University of Michigan, Ohio State University, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, as well as a number of environmental, tech, and energy companies from throughout the Great Lakes states. Republican lawmakers in Kentucky have proposed making adult-oriented businesses off-limits within a block of places frequented by children. Their legislation renews an effort to regulate drag shows. Identical Senate and House bills were unveiled by Senator Lynch excuse me, Lindsay Titchener and Republic, excuse me, Representative Nancy Tate today. The bills would rec- create statewide regulations for adult businesses. Local governments could impose even stronger measures. The legislation would prohibit such businesses from opening within 933 feet of an established school, child care center, park, recreational area, place of worship, or children's amusement business. The distance would be selected because the average size of a city is a block. A bill allowing school districts to expand their fleets transporting students to school and home is being promoted as a way to fix bus systems hampered by long routes and too few bus drivers. The measure's lead sponsor is Democratic David Yates. The bill has been sent to a Senate committee yesterday, and supporters tried to give the bill a boost of momentum in the GOP-led chamber. Yates says the bill would benefit urban and rural districts in the Bluegrass State. He says it would also make student transportation routes safer and more cost-efficient and faster. And coming up next, Amtrak worker seriously injured after passenger train hits milk truck in Colorado, authorities say. That and more news from across the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Dragging. I think I'm going to try some of those energy shots everybody's talking about. How about trying WMUL energy instead? WMUL energy? What's that? Only the best energy you can get. What flavors does it have? It comes in seven exciting flavors. Bluesberry. Jazz Pizzazz. Absolute Alternative. Resilient Rock. Ultimate Urban. Rejuvenating Gospel and Moxie Mornings. <laughs> Available everywhere WMUL-FM's energy may be heard. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson.
and I'm Willen Smith. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin's wife and a colleague of hers have both been hospitalized following a car accident in Alabama. In a statement today, Manchin says his wife, Gail, and her colleague, Guy Land, were hurt yesterday as they traveled from the Birmingham Shuttlesworth International Airport to an area hotel. Manchin says his wife is in stable condition but will remain at the hospital for a couple of days as a precaution. Land is also at the facility, but his condition has not yet been disclosed. Gail Manchin is the federal co-chair of the Appalachian Regional Commission and was in Birmingham with Land, the commission's congressional liaison, for a grant workshop. The city of Memphis, Tennessee, has released hours of more video in the case of five former police officers charged with the violent beating and death of Tyree Nichols. The recordings were released yesterday based on a judge's order from November when former officer Desmond Mills Jr. pleaded guilty to federal charges. The case sparked outrage and intensified calls for police reform. Nichols died in a hospital on January 10, 2023, three days after he was kicked, punched, and hit with a police baton after a traffic stop. Police video was released weeks after the killing showing the beating. All five officers were fired and charged with civil rights violations. Authorities say an Amtrak worker was seriously injured and two other people suffered minor injuries when a passenger train derailed after it hit a tanker truck carrying milk in northeastern Colorado. Colorado State Patrol spokesperson Sergeant Troy Kessler said today that the train worker, a 52-year-old man from Utah, suffered injuries in yesterday's night's crash that might be life-threatening. He says a passenger might be among the other two people who were hurt in the crash of the eastbound California Zephyr Line, which occurred around 10 p.m. near Kent excuse me, Keensburg, roughly 35 miles northeast of Denver. The crash is under investigation, but Kessler says the truck is considered to be at fault. A a Romanian court has rejected an appeal by influencer Andrew Tate to ease judicial control measures imposed on him while the legal case continues, in which he is charged with human trafficking, rape, and forming a criminally gang to sexually exploit women. The Court of Appeal upheld a ruling by another court on January 18th, which extended the restrictions against Tate by 60 days. Tate lost his appeal more than a year after he was first arrested, along with his brother Tristan and two Romanian women. Romanian prosecutors formally indicted all four last June, and they have denied the allegations. Federal authorities say a rare well found dead off Massachusetts shows potential evidence of injury from entanglement in fishing gear, which is one of the most pressing threats to the species. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said it was notified about the dead female North Atlantic right well on Sunday on Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. The right well number is less than 360 and is vulnerable to entanglement in gear and collisions with large ships. NOAA says early observations show the presence of rope entangled near the well's tail. Coming up next, Biden calls Trump a loser as he raises money for his on his home turf in Florida. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back inside the Xfinity Center here in College Park, Maryland. Happy to have you with us on this Black Friday. Welcome back inside Little John Coliseum. 4.48 to go in the first quarter. Welcome back to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Welcome inside the Cole Center, everyone. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. 
I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Waylon Smith. The Justice Department is looking into allegations that Democratic Representative Cori Bush of Missouri misissued government funds for her personal security. The progressive lawmaker confirmed the news today. Bush said in a statement that federal prosecutors were reviewing her campaign spending on security services a day after the Justice Department subpoenaed the House Sergeant of Arms for related documents. She said she is fully cooperating with the probe and denied using federal tax dollars for any personal use. The Justice Department declined to comment. President Joe Biden called Trump a, quote, loser, unquote, as he raised money for his re-election campaign on his predecessor's home turf in Florida. The first fundraiser was held in the wealthy town of Jupiter, less than a one-hour drive from Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. When Air Force One landed in Palm Beach Airport, Trump's private jet was parked nearby. A second fundraiser will be held in Miami in the evening. Biden is eager to stockpile campaign cash to promote his record, especially after a wave of recent positive economic news. He's also Excuse me. He also is increasingly targeting Trump in hopes of turning the election into a in his divisive predecessor and likely Republican opponent. The Republican National Committee is meeting behind closed doors in Las Vegas this week, but top party officials will no longer consider a resolution proposed to declare former President Donald Trump the presumptive Republican nominee. The proposal was initially introduced by Maryland Committeeman David Bozy, Trump's 2016 deputy campaign manager and former advisor. The reversal comes as a Republican campaign has quickly winnowed excuse me, winnowed down to two major candidates. Trump is a heavy favorite, and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley is vowing to continue her uphill challenge. Some Oklahoma educators are being forced to repay up to $50,000 in teacher recruitment bonuses that were improperly paid out by the state's education department. Christina Steldman said she's crushed to learn that she's being forced to repay $50,000, much of what she has already spent on home improvements and a down payment for a new car. Some lawmakers in both parties are criticizing State Superintendent Ryan Walters' agency for approving the bonuses in error. State Representative Mark McBride says lawmakers are working to increase scrutiny of the bonus process, and teachers shouldn't be forced to pay for mistakes the agency made. An enemy drone that killed three American troops and wounded dozens of others in Jordan may have been confused with an American drone returning to the U.S. installation. That's according to the two U.S. officials who were not authorized to comment and insisted on an anonymity yesterday. The officials say preliminary information suggests the enemy drone that struck the installation known as Tower 22 may have been mistaken for an American drone that was in the air at the same time. The officials add that as the enemy drone was flying and at a low altitude, a U.S. drone was returning to base. As a result, there was no effort to shoot down the enemy drone. And coming up, Reagan Clagg will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Victoria Wilburn will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
the adventure of a lifetime. Destiny will be revealed. Bear witness to a living legend. We've got to get out of here. I know! It's coming! No. It's here. The Cutting Edge. Slicing through the airwaves to a radio near you. WMUL 88.1 FM. Please save us from this dark future. Hello, welcome to WMUL. Due to a lack of volunteer DJs and anchors, the station is now fully automatic. This is DJ Electro Soul coming at you. Coming up next is my favorite song, Pure Sine Wave. This isn't the future anyone wants, and it can be prevented. WMUL-FM needs human DJs. Sign up today at marshall.edu slash WMUL, or find us in communications building room 204. Please, help us prevent the robot uprising. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Reagan Clagg, and it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It has been cloudy and sprinkling all day with a high of 46 degrees. Tonight, it will continue to be cloudy once the rain clears out around 9 p.m. with a low of 37 degrees. Tomorrow, the clouds will stick around through the day with partial clearing expected late. Tomorrow's high is 43 degrees and the low is 34 degrees. For your Thursday, the sun will peak out at times with a high of 52 degrees and a low of 38 degrees. Today's weather word of the day is short waves. Short waves are relatively small, short wavelength ripples that occur in the mid to upper levels of the atmosphere. These are basically small-scale troughs that can produce bands of precipitation as they induce upward vertical motions. Short waves tend to move quickly along the prevailing winds and are a common occurrence in the vicinity of a jet stream. Thank you to weatherology.com for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a rainy 44 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for New Center 88. I'm Reagan Clagg. Thanks, Reagan. Now Victoria Wilburn joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Emma. Currently in Marshall Athletics, there was tension in tennis as Marshall University would hold their first home matches of the season. Though the Marshall University tennis team 4-2 and two, picked up a win over Radford 0-2, and two, they fell short to West Virginia 3-0, and 4-3 oh, in the team's first home matches of the season. Final results in the end in doubles matches, one in three competitions for Marshall were victorious. Strom and Vander Hayden defeated Abrams and Stephen Radford 6-0. The only loss was Clariot and Giller from Marshall versus Both and Murphy of Radford 3-3 in an unfinished match. Dorotea, Joksovich, and McGrain defeated Brandau and Smolder. All women singles for Marshall were victorious. Strom defeated Abrams 6-2-6-0. Vander Hayden defeated Michaela Stevens 6-3-6-4. Doroha, Doro, excuse me, Doro Teha, Joksovic defeated Lexi Smoder 6-1-6-2. Giller of Marshall defeated Emily Brandau 7-5-6-3 in a tie-breaking 10-5. Asling McGrain defeated Rachel Ekonim, a Radford 6164. Andahela Lopachichik, a Marshall defeated Brooke Murphy, of Radford 6063. They took their opponents down with their rackets. Up next, Marshall is back in action when it hosts Miami of Ohio on Friday in Barbersville. 
Her swim and diving team swam their way to victory Saturday with time-breaking performances in Toledo, Ohio on Sunday. The Marshall University swimming and diving team 4-2 won their final meet of the regular season on Saturday, 169-131, to on the road over the Toledo Rockets at the Frederick A. Fitch Natatorium. Inspiring performances were led by Paige Banton, setting a program record by two-tenths of a second in the 200 breaststroke with a time of 2 minutes 12.75 seconds. Following Paige's performance, Madeline Hart had two top ten performances with the third best time in the 200 butterfly, 2 minutes 1.19 seconds, and in program history, she captured the fifth best time in the 100 butterfly in 54.77 seconds. In diving, Grace Kelsheimer set a lifetime record in the one-meter dive with a score of 294, excuse me, 295.88 points, beating her score of 291.90 set earlier in the season on November 4th at James Madison. A trio of top 10 program best performances came from Molly Warner as a freshman. She clocked the ninth fastest time in the program history in the 200 freestyle, 1 minute minute 50.78 seconds, and the 200 backstroke, 2 minutes 1.94 seconds, including the seventh fastest time in the 200 individual medley relay, 2 minutes and 3.80 seconds. Mia McBride set the eighth best time in program history in the 200 backstroke with a time of 2 minutes 52 seconds. The final individual top 10 record score was set by Jessica Humby in the 200 breaststroke with the 10th best time of 1 minute 4.5 seconds. McBride, Banton Hart, and Parker Lynch combined to swim the 200 medley relay in 1 minute 42.15 seconds, seventh in the program history. Coach Walsh staff and the Marshall Swim Driving Team will have two weeks to prepare for the Sun Belt Conference Championships. The Sun Belt Conference unbeaten Marshall Thundering Herd women, 15-5, and 9-0 and in the SBC, starts a three-game feat against Appalachian State, 10-10, and 4-5 and in the SBC. The team, under the guidance of Coach Kim Caldwell in their journey, has mounted four 100-plus games. They have a three-week string of accolades for the team and individual players amongst their 15 games in the win column. The team continues to push their perfect record of nine wins and zero defeats. Should the Lady Herd become victorious tomorrow night, they'll close out the month of June. January with the perfect 10 and no losses in the Sun Belt while making history and remaining in the first place. Tip off is tomorrow Wednesday evening from the Cam Henderson Center at 6 p.m. With standout player Knight Martin being named Sun Belt Conference Men's Basketball Player of the Week, Marshall Men's Basketball Team will take their court February 1st at the Cam Henderson Center against Old Dominion. And last but not least, when it comes to the NFL, the game will be between the 49ers and Patrick Holmes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And that does it for today's sports. I'm Victoria Wilburn for WMUFM 88.1. Thanks, Victoria. Coming up, zebras, camels, and flames. Oh, my. Circus animals rescued after truck catches fire on Indiana Highway. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patients. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. 
WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is... If you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. And finally today on News Center 88, a truck hauling zebras and camels for a series of weekend circus performances caught fire early Saturday on a northeastern Indiana highway, prompting a police rescue of the animals. Sar Sergeant Stephen Glass with Indiana State Police says the tractor trailer caught fire about 2 a.m. along Interstate 69 in Grant County, about 60 miles northeast of Indianapolis. He says a state trooper, a Grant County Sheriff's deputy, and a third person rescued the five zebras, four camels and a miniature horse by leading them off the smoke-filled trailer. Both officers were treated for smoke inhalation, but none of the animals were injured. Another truck later delivered the animals to their destination. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news for Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Waylon Smith, Reagan Clagg, Victoria Wilburn, Peyton Sisko, and for your entire New Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is either you run the day or the day runs you, Jim Ron.